Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Reichert, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning from my very balmy southwest Florida where it's flirting with the 90s almost every day here. So it is pretty warm. We're very, very fortunate. Hope you're well. I'm Bill Sparks. I'm sitting here. Jenny's in the other room and I'm we're about as far apart as you can get in this house. And she's got her studio, and I've got mine. Well, we've had a busy week. We've had company since Sunday night. My son, his wife, and their two younger children came down, and they are four and eight. And you have to get used to that just a little bit, but they've been real good. So... That's what I've been doing some of the week. A lot of the week they're running and going, and I don't blame them. They can do things when they work, you know, 10, 12-hour days. They might as well get down here and enjoy themselves. Um, Jenny, I'm sure, is going to tell you about her new iPad. So 
Take it away, Jenny. Well, hello, everyone. Um, I, I got a late birthday present yesterday, and it's a, a nifty little iPad mini, the new, what is it, iPad 6 or whatever they call it, and it's really cool. It has a little fingerprint thing on the oh, the power button, which I thought was a neat idea because it doesn't have a home button. So they did it on the power button so you can still use your fingerprint to unlock it. And the amazing thing was, maybe I'm just late to the party, but it, it took, I put my old iPad next to it, and it took all of the data and everything that I had on there and put it all back where it belongs, even like my RSS feeds and everything that I hadn't read. It was pretty amazing, and it's all back on the new one, and then it gave me the option to erase the other one, and it was very cool. So So. I erased it, and I gave my old one to Sherry because she didn't have one at all. Because it was erased, and when you transfer it over and erased all the data off of your other one. So all you had to do is just sit down and go to work on it. So Sherry's got a completely clean iPad now, and she was as happy as she could be. Yesterday, I went over before I took a trip to Best Buy's and went to the office and turned in all their cable boxes. They're dropping our video here. They're not going to pay for it any longer, and they wanted $70 extra for those cable boxes and for the services, so it was going to close, cost me over $200. So I signed up for a service called YouTube TV, where we get six channels, and we don't have to have those extra cable boxes, and it works out real nice. So Six TVs, not six channels. Yeah, six TVs and over a hundred channels we get, and I could check a box and get 4K, but I didn't think we it's going to make any real difference. But we get a lot of stuff. So Sherry was catching up on the what's that series called Yellowstone? Very so, popular. My uh, my daughter likes it. Yeah, it gives them something to do and. So it's it's not bad, and you get all your local channels plus a hundred other channels, hundred and fifteen channels actually, if you got to be precise about it. But all right, um, and we got our book talk done and sports talk done yesterday, and all podcasts submitted and that kind of stuff. So we were glad of that. And Sherry did make the best. BLTs last night with tomatoes, lettuce, and the little mayonnaise and fresh bacon on there. Oh, my, that was good. That happened during the sports lounge. I just had to eat my sandwich on the run, but it was still good. Oh, they were good. She she never buys tomatoes in the store, so she found a farmer's market and got good tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, produce is fresh 12 months a year here, so you can get tomatoes anytime, that kind of stuff, strawberries, corn, those type of things. All right, let's send it over to Mike Loff. 
Oh, good morning, everyone. Uh, first off, Bill, the cool thing with your YouTube TV is you can use your Google Home device and tell it to play channels and play shows and episodes and everything. So you can use your voice to control your TV. That that works really well. I've not tried uh, that. So part. I want to say hello, everyone, and I'm not going to be around very often after today because I my new job starts on Monday. Of course, that's Monday through Thursday from eight to four. Uh, so I will be a technology trainer and independent living advocate so um see how that goes i'll be working in belleville illinois at the they call it link which stands for living independently now center so we'll be helping people either transition uh as they lose their sight or maybe transition you know from a nursing home back into living independently and so do all kinds of fun stuff teaching iphone jaws nvda a little bit of this a little bit of that and helping them you know different resources be a big resource directory so that's something i've already been doing that so i'm kind of excited it's it's kind of weird because i'm not quite ready to move over there just yet so they want me to start working remotely from home on monday so we shall see how that goes they seem very enthused about my arrival i think i have a lot of good qualifications and skills and to add so it's good and bad i mean it's you know you have a high expectation so you hope you live up to them but i think it'll be pretty uh Pretty neat, pretty exciting. It's stuff I've been doing anyway, and it's weird. I know so many people who do this kind of work. I'll have all kinds of people to reach out to if I get stuck or tripped up on something. But um, so I'm just looking forward to that. And um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's uh, miss the coffee club. I'll probably catch the archives of it. Although I think after I'm there 90 days for two days out of my four days, I can work from home. So maybe I can still sneak in some coffee club depending on what my days are but uh so normally they said you have to be there 90 days before you can work remotely but they're gonna let me do it from day one so they must believe in me so i think that'll be very interesting and a lot of fun i'm sure challenging kind of disheartening when you work with people that are older and kind of can't remember the things you taught them and then but exciting when you turn that light on for people when you show them they can do something they just thought was impossible something they used to do when they had more vision so Looking forward to that, and uh, a lot, well, lot of you'll changes. become a Cardinal fan. I've always been a Cardinal fan. I never dropped my love for the St. Louis Cardinals. Nope. <clears throat> so you'll you'll be close to St. Louis over there and check out the market and and that kind of stuff. So we'll see what happens, and just wish you the very, very, very best of luck. And Mike, I know you know Randy too. Let's wish Randy the very best of luck. And yeah, Randy speedy Rusnack, recovery. Good guy sharing information and stuff. And set back. So we want to wish him well and, and pray for him and and hope he's back his usual jovial self. Yep. I just wish he's been on here a few times. So we wish Randy the very best. All right, let's go all the way up to Altoona, Pennsylvania, where Chris is baking cakes and who knows what else she's doing. Well, we're good here this morning. Not much new going on, really. It's um, supposed to be sunny today. I guess the sun is finally out. Dave says it is, and he's been out. I haven't. So that's a good thing. And other than that, there's... Not really a whole lot going on. 
We're going to order from Jersey Mike's today. So for all you that may want to know, today is one of Jersey Mike's days of giving where they give a certain amount of their profits to a designated charity. I don't know what it is today, but we try to order from them, on, especially on their days of giving. They have about one every two or three months. Where they just give, and they've actually got pretty good food there, don't they? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. It's all good. Get me an Italian mix-up, guys. What yeah. do you usually get, what? Chris? Uh, if I order from there, I get tuna, but a lot of times when he orders from there, I get um, strawberry salad from Applebee's. Yeah, you go someplace else. Because their stuff is a lot of, it, it pretty much has a lot of cheese and different things on it. And I, mean, I don't know what I'm doing today, but I'll order something from there, but I don't know what. And Jeff, what is a Italian, what would you call it? Uh, Italian mix. It's it's Italian meats like uh, ham, uh, salami. It has cheese. It has um, onions. It has uh, uh, olives and and pickles and stuff. It's really good. It's I like it. It's a cold sub, but it's yeah. Dave Dave gets an Italian, but we don't put olives or some yeah. They can leave yeah. the olives off. Yeah, well, I don't they can like, leave the cheese yeah. off for that matter, but. You know, it's kind of doesn't stay together very well without the cheese. So I, I usually get two. I get the um, Philly <laughs> cheese steak with extra meat. Sub sub with extra meat, and oh. the cold sub. And I, they I have li- Miss Vicky's I, chips that are awfully good. I love their their that Italian mix sub. It's very good. The only thing I don't like is don't put mayonnaise on it. I want oil and vinegar on it. That's that's the other thing with those. Yeah, you, you can you can choose all that. Yeah, now, do they have any hot subs? Oh yeah, they've got a bunch of hot subs. Oh. Yeah, the ones the subs, cheese yeah. steak is hot. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. And I've had their meatball subs. They have a sausage and peppers, or they used to at one time. I'm not mm. sure if they still do, but they they're pretty that good. Sounds good. Yeah. They are pretty good. They are pretty good. So Jeff, what's films? going on in your little world? What's that, Bill? What's going on in your little world? Oh, not much really. It's it's quiet here. Um, I'm not sure. Last I've been, I guess Jr. You know Jr. from the coffee club. He comes in occasionally, and uh, we've been going out to Outback Steakhouse on Fridays. And boy, their food is good. I love their food. And uh, <laughs> if anyone likes prime rib, they have the seared prime rib that is just to die for. It really is excellent. I like it a lot. You know, uh, Jeff, I can just imagine you. You said you were caught in the chair. <laughs> yeah, that, that happened. I was caught in my recliner. They had a power. I was. I'm sitting there dozing off and watching TV. All of a sudden, the power goes out. I'm saying, I'm in this recliner chair. How am I going to get out of this chair? Because it wasn't reclined all the way back. But but I was able to do it. But it, I didn't want to break the chair and like that. Then, <laughs> Dave, I should have checked it out when I bought it for Raymore and Flanagan to see if it had a backup battery system in it, so that uh, where, where the outlet is, they could put a nine volt in there, so that I could use it um temporarily just to get the chair down but i didn't do that and i should have so well you live and you learn i mean i can see you rolling out of there <laughs> uh, uh. it would have been one of those things you could see on one of those uh, tv channels the silent movies where they got like charlie chaplin getting stuck in the recliner chair and stuff like that i think it probably would have been more like laurel and hardy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be right about that <laughs> Speaking of which, you just heard the voice of Tim. What's going on with you, Tim? Well, you caught me in the middle of eating. 
<laughs> um, um, things are going pretty nicely here, except I wish it would warm up. Our high today is 28. <laughs> it's supposed to be spring. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they've been telling us that since, um, well, March 20th was the official day. But, uh, no, we've, we, uh, we haven't gotten above 50 yet this year. Mm. So, uh, uh, hopefully, they're saying Sunday we're supposed to be in the mid-50s. Hope Looks like right. we might be getting some of your weather tomorrow. There's an, or there's an Alberta clip coming through. Uh, we're supposed to get this cold weather tomorrow, but then by Friday it'll be gone, and Saturday it'll be warm and raining. And baseball's starting Thursday, so it yeah. yeah, Twins play Kansas City in Kansas City, which is well, probably that's a good better, for them. <laughs> yeah, that's a better situation. Their home opener is next Thursday. Yeah. So you'll be looking forward to that. Yep. So it was interest, interesting. Well, now that we've gone through everybody, unless Tim has anything else. Oh, uh, I was going to say real quick that um, we didn't really explain that Randy had a stroke. Randy Rusnak. Yeah. And we don't know how severe. We don't know all the, the best. Tim's going to get on it. Yep, I will try and find out more information. I know I've known Randy for years, starting with uh, with the, some of the programs like Vox Chat and some of the chat programs, and he's, he's been around for years. So, Long well, before Zoom, we used to do a thing, Randy and Tim and I. Yeah, what do we yeah. call it, the boys? Yep. <laughs> Yo, yeah, you know, they used to get together and chat, and back when Skype was a thing. Yep. And, and I remember, well... The first time I met Mike, Bill and Randy were trying to help these this couple get on Skype. And I think they spent hours together trying to get them connected. Oh, my. Um, I was going to say, I went to kindergarten with Randy. So. Yes, you did. And Randy had that cat named Jasper that kept tearing up the blinds. Yeah. Yeah. He oh, loved dogs. He wanted outside. <laughs> yeah, he wanted outside. All right. To the phones we go, so just raise your hand. And well, we'll we, I just, and we do have our first hand up, and it's from Bob. Oh, it's Bob? Bob, yeah, Bob. Well, he's first. So it's Bob. Unmute uh, yourself, Bob. Bob in Michigan. Good morning, everybody. Good, Good morning. morning, all. Uh, it's. Cloudy in, in, in the 40s here in the Detroit area. We're supposed to have a warm day on Friday, but it will rain all day. So spring is slow in coming. I have a what might be considered an unimportant question, but I wondered about it. I, was, I can't find the March-April edition of Talking Book Topics on Bard, and I wondered if it was always this late. Uh, it's on Newsline, but I was wondering why it's not on Bard yet. Well, let's tune to our bard expert. Maybe Jenny would know. I don't know unless it's been held up because of the, a lot of the updates they've been making to the site and things like that. I haven't seen, I've noticed lately, I haven't seen a lot of the magazines being put up there. A lot of them are behind. I don't know what's going on. 
Um, if you just hold on, maybe one of us can try looking for the talking book topics for you, Bob, and we'll come back and give you the answer. We'll try to pull well, it everyone up. Have a, everybody have a good day, then. Jimmy, you wanna okay, be, thank you very much, be, Bob. Do you want to be quiet for just a minute and go look for the... Or will it mess you up too much? No, I can go look. Go look for the Babard. But I kept saying Babard. Sound like the Oak Ridge Boys and Bobby Sue. All right, who's next, Jeff? Okay, Joe, you're next, Mr. Sorensen. Hello, good morning. Coffee Club Worldwide Legend, 34 degrees. Well, Tim, I'm sorry to report. Well, I'm not sorry, but uh, anyway, here... We're expecting a high of 70 degrees down to 32 tonight. And, yes, I I remember Randy. I used to talk to him back in the days when I lived in Minnesota. So the best of luck and speedy recovery to him. And um, tonight we're going to be in a Zoom conference along with a national poet. His name is, he does a podcast every day called The Slowdown. And uh, his his name he goes by the name of uh, Major Jackson. So anyway, we'll see how that turns out and everything. And here's Ellen. Good morning, everybody. And uh, I haven't gotten in to to uh, in, in yet. I, I did a crazy thing in. The, I had what did I do? Oh, I had gone to the. And I accidentally sent sent it to the trash. So once I retrieve the link back from the trash, then I can get back in with my computer. So that's why you haven't seen my name up there, Jeff. So I just thought I'd let you know. Anyway, we're doing fine around here. Just um, you know, just plug in right along. <laughs> um, that's about all I have right now. Well, thank you so much, Ellen. And I hope things are well for you and you can get that issue fixed. I was... Oh, yeah. I I just have to retrieve it out of the trash, out of the trash file. It's just... I was um, at Best Buy yesterday, and because I have a... um, Well, I forgot what they call it. Like the home service, you know, that you guys pay for. Oh, yeah. 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 I've got that. If I would have wanted the... they would have charged two hundred dollars to come and fix my TV, or not fix it, but uh, set it up. Mm-hmm. And they said since I had that plan, it was free, but it would yep, take about it. a month to get it done. And I said, if my son and I cannot get install this TV, then we're going to give up our license, you know. <laughs> but so we shall see. But, oh, good luck with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just thought I'd let you know, Joe, it's nine degrees here. Oh, oh, nine. Oh, girl. Oh, please. Only nine. Only nine. That makes me shiver. <laughs> oh, we, we listen to Minnesota Public Radio and uh, WCTS there, the evening service of the Fourth Baptist Church. The uh, interesting thing they have for holidays, Valentine's greeting and, and other days. And the interesting thing 
uh, a couple of weeks ago, I just turned on WCTS, and there I was. They, they saved those spots. Wow, what a pleasant surprise. Yeah, that was nice. I was like, oh, wow. And so I said, Ellen is my spark. And I, that's the first thing I heard when I turned up. So anyway, they, they do sometimes uh, on, on WCTS, they actually, not every month, but I've seen sometimes they actually let their listeners know when they're about to power down and, and, and when they're going to power up the, the, the AM station at, at 1030. So I, I, I've never seen a station do that before like that. Well, we don't see too many AM stations anymore anyway. No, that, that's right. true. Well, yeah, that's true. Hey, and, and instead of instead of where have all the flowers gone? Where have the, the stations, stations gone? gone. Oh, all right. Well, we've got four of the callers, yeah. so we better jump. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right, Gail, you're up next from Soccer. Oh, okay, so it's uh, um, Soccer. I just said what. All right, go ahead, Doug, Gail. Okay, hopefully I'm unmuted. You are, Gail. Go ahead. Well, earlier this week. There was an NVDA update. There was a Windows update. I took care of everything. Everything's fine. But um, it was a big surprise. I have mine set for for NVDA to automatically check, which it did, and uh, I took care of everything. Uh, The sun is nice and bright through my window, which is really great, but I wish it would warm up. Um, from the temperatures that I've heard as far as Sock Rapids goes. it's Hopefully it'll warm up soon. Everything else is going well. I've been um, uh, listening to my old-time radio stuff and stuff like that and just kind of taking it easy. And if anyone can help me find any kind of mischief to get into, let me know. <laughs> well, Gail, it's four in Sock Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> doggone why did you have to tell me that tim doggone you just for that 40 whips with a wet noodle <laughs> and you've got to provide the wet noodle anyway that's about what's going on here sorry to hear about randy i remember um him from there was a halloween thing he did several years ago do you remember that tim you and Randy, and I think it was something on The Legend. It was on your show. There was a Halloween thing. Yeah, I, I kind of remember oh, it. Oh, I remember that. That was good. I have that, um, so I can listen to that every so often. But uh, I, I, I was really, I didn't know him personally or anything like that. But hearing that, uh, that kind of, I hope everything goes well for him. And I wish him all the best. He just Anyways, has such a good sense of humor. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was fun. What he put together with um, the Arch Obler stuff, the old-time radio stuff, uh, with that, it was really kind of a lot of fun. It's kind of nice to hear that every so often. Lights out, Gail. And Gail, Lights if, it, out. <laughs> if everything goes correctly, you'll be able to click on our sister station, Legend Talk, which is right next to the Legend link. And you'll be able to listen to 24 hours of old-time radio show. So, Sounds wonderful. I'm Thank working you. on that. So you'll be able to, when you get bored with the music on the legend, you can flip over. Thank you. Will there be a link on oh, the yes. site for that? Yes, yes, yes. 
Okay, well, thank you very much, and you have a good day. All right, you too. All right, thank you, Gail. All right, David Meyer, you're next. Yes, good morning. Um, first of all, I just wanted to say um, thank you to everyone. Um, I have <clears throat> experienced a great deal of support um, and love from a lot of sources, including the uh, blind community from across the country, literally. Um, it's um, It really makes things a whole lot easier when you know that you have support to turn to. And um, uh, for any of you who may not know what I'm referring to, my wife, Teresa, passed away just over a month ago after a long battle with cancer. Um, but... I've been so blessed um, with support from people on both sides of the organizational aisle, um, from church friends, um, other friends, and um, even some old, even some system access folks who um, are in a baseball forum that I've kind of set up. Um, have acknowledged and thank you guys on the legend for um, helping to generate that support and dave none of us can know what you're going through right now but we all we all know that uh, you'll get through it and we we are sorry for your loss and also we're here to support you it doesn't matter what if you go to the nfb the acb you're a person a human being and your wife was too first we think of that first before we think of affiliations and all that stuff you know what i mean your, yeah, well, I always, I always have too, but I, I, it's, it has been. Um, I, I have noticed that that support has really come from all over the place, and it's just made things a whole lot easier for me. No, um, but I, uh, I don't know if there's an awful lot more to uh, report here, except that if there happens to be any baseball fans who are actually still a part of Cyril system access, whatever, um, we will be having a baseball chat in the Sports of All Sorts room tomorrow at 3 o'clock Central Time, 4 Eastern, 2 Pacific, 1 Mountain. So um, you do have to be a zero subscriber to be a part of that, but um, if you are and if you wish to talk baseball, we'll be there. I didn't even know it was still really... In business, I knew that there was some people out there that still use it, but I didn't know it was in business. So it's probably just barely hanging on, but um, I happen to be one of those that stayed with it. So, yeah, well, that's good. That's good. And as long as it works for you and you enjoy it and it works for you, that's the main thing. If it didn't, you would have moved on by now, but it does, so that's good. And you come in anytime, Dave. Oh, thank you so much, Bill, and, and again, thank you all for your support. Well, thank you. Okay, Jeff, I'm going to take all a right. deep breath. Uh, Alan next? Ramos, you have a problem. There are three different instances of you in, your, in the waiting room, so you just left here. Go, so go ahead, Beth. Can you unmute yourself out there in the wilds of uh, Minnesota? Okay, good morning, everyone. 
I was going to let you know that we were, at first I thought we were going to have universal yums today, but unfortunately I thought this stuff came in the box with it, I, but it, from what I heard, Annette told us that it didn't come, that there's something going on with shipping. It's hard to say what that's all about, but... I did have a terrific time yesterday on the book talk. I stayed for as long as I could, but then eventually I had to get down to supper. And I came back and remembered that Zoom was still up, and I wasn't worried that I I was saying a couple of things, and I was worried that I had gotten on Zoom. That's why I emailed you last night, Jenny, and said, sorry about that. No, it's fine. And Jenny might have stepped away for just a moment, but okay. uh, she she wouldn't care about that. So mm. no, that, that was no problem. And I'm back. I didn't find talking with any recent ones. So huh. I don't know what uh, what's well, going on with it. All Even we can say Braille is they have the, the, they're having problems. That's all. Yeah, uh, people with their baseball schedule are not getting the baseball schedule. So, oh, strange. There might be some things going on we don't know. I think there's some things going on because I haven't seen any uh, magazines in the in the new books for quite a while. Wow. Well, I didn't know for sure last night. If, I mean, I think it was maybe around five thirty, quarter to six, my time. And I was talking a little bit. I was frustrated with my computer. And then I realized I was still that my the Zoom link was still up, and I that's why I emailed you though and said that I was I, I, when I got yep. out of the Zoom link I didn't know if you heard me at all. Or not. No, no you we did needed, not. So we oh, hear you. oh, good. Thank God, because I know at least I did get to talk on there for a little bit about that those books that right. um, Orphan Train, and I have I'm having a good time with those. I can't wait to finish this first one and get to the second one i gotta remember what the second one's called but i know the first one is called with you always so i'm still looking forward to, to finishing that one i'm also hoping that we get our universal hymns pretty soon and i'm probably obsessing but that's some i think that's something i do best <laughs> well we'll look forward to you talking about them on book talk next week there you go <laughs> And Beth, you take care of yourself. Oh, you too, and have a nice day. And I, Mike, Mike Loff, I want to congratulate you on your new job. I pray that you have a really successful job there. That's going to be good. Oh, thank you, Beth. I, I hope to change and improve some people's lives along the there way. There you go. I bet you will, too. And good luck, good luck, and, and I hope you have a good time with the next Universal's Realms when it comes up, Beth. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> All right, Jeff, who's the next victim? All right, Ed Schwilk, can you unmute yourself, please? Good morning, everybody. We'll see what new appliances Ed's got this week. Well, actually, it's not an appliance that I don't. I'm in the process of, because uh, it's getting that time of year, and we just bought a new house here in Columbus, so we need a lawnmower. So I'm actually going to go and buy, the brand name is Eco. It's a battery-operated lawnmower, and the reason I want to get that brand is because we got the leaf blower, and the batteries are, in, in a, um, you know, they can be used in both. 
So, and reason we're not buying a gas mower is because we use public transportation, and I don't think mainstream would appreciate me taking a five-gallon can of gas on on the ride. I don't think they allow it. <laughs> well, you're also so, saving the environment, Ed. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true, and they're they are quieter, but. Um, also, we borrow. It's um, thirty-five degrees here, which is you know reasonable, or I guess, or seasonable. And uh, we're getting ready. We've already got some flowers coming up. So uh, when we moved here, my wife got a. Uh, they're called a butterfly bush. From uh, her mom and dad got it for her. So when she, you know, when we got the house down here, she wanted to bring it. So, you know, I told her, I said, well, it's winter, so we'll just put it in a a flower pot, and then I'll transplant it when the ground thaws. And so hopefully that thing will come up. (laughs) But, uh, and the wind and the rain, we have had so, every week we've had high winds and a lot of rain, and it's supposed to do that again on Friday. Now, last week... Um, I had to go out of town because I had to go to my uncle's and my cousin's funeral. Father and daughter both passed away within, you know, days of each other. Oh, my. And it was extremely windy. I mean, we had winds about 65, 70 mile an hour. And it was a military because my uncle served in the Korean War, so it was a military. And that's the first military funeral I've ever been to. And um, after, you know, after they did their gun salute, I went up and shook each and every one of their hands and thanked them for their service. I mean, that, that, you know, I think they definitely deserve that. But I have never been to a military funeral, and boy, those guns are loud. <laughs> Wow. But they had one for my dad, and um, they are loud. And yeah, they play and taps, and it's always so sad. That is the saddest Oh, it was song. sad. They came yeah, up and gave me, that was, that was the they gave me the flag um, instead of giving it to Mervella and uh, made me cry. Oh, By the way, uh, uh, for, Alan, for anyone, for your benefit, Alan, I don't know if you're listening, we're, we're, there's a problem with what's going on with you, and there's like three or four different occurrences of you going into the waiting room and you're having a problem. Yeah, we had this that. last week, um, and there's nothing I can do about it, Jeff. No, I, no maybe he needs to talk to somebody. It may be something with he's the blind doing shell, wrong he's using with the blind, the blind shell. shell. He's using yeah. the blind shell. There's something wrong. Ed, thank oh, you very much. Now, Ed, Ed oh. are those, Ed, are those three volt quick. batteries? Tim? You know, hold on a second, Ed. What was it? It was do it again, Mike. I was asking Ed to eco. Does that support 40 volt batteries? Because I know some of those devices have only 20, which doesn't last uh, very long when you're taking care of your yard. Um, You know, I don't know. Uh, I know they're kind of pricey, but, you know, with the price of gas, I guess it'll eventually pay, itself, pay for itself. But what it, I... What I like is how quiet they are. They yes, are they are extremely quiet and um, very easy to use and, you know, adjustable blades and all that. But I just wanted to say really quick, Tim, I'm gonna, I love to try to trip people up, you know, try to think of a song that people, you know, this jockey may or may not have. So I'm going to call today and see if I can trip you up. 
All right. I'm very, very amazed if you find this song. You're going to have a lot of problems trying to trip him up because he's, he's got a music library like Bill's that is just phenomenal. Well, this one, the only way I could find it is I found it on YouTube. So uh, <laughs> we'll see. I'll, you know, it'll be interesting to see if he has it. If he does, I'll. it won't surprise me. But if he doesn't have it, it'll be kind of amazing that he doesn't. But we'll see. So, look forward to that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Ed. All right. All right. Mm. Um, next, next is, I love it, it's iPhone. Not, not, just, not just Julie, but iPhone Julie McCullough. Can, can you unmute yourself, please? <laughs> Go ahead, Julie. Unmute yourself, please. I wonder if she's having trouble because sometimes the iPhone, the mute button comes up in a different place. It should be, normally it's on the bottom left-hand side of the screen. but uh, Yeah, it's normally not... it is, but sometimes it ends up in the middle on the bottom. Let me just ask her to unmute and see if it refocuses the mute button correctly. There we go. Well, I'm going to keep her hand raised, and we'll go to the next person, and if she can unmute us, that will oh. figure it. Oh, there you go. There you go. Go ahead, Yeah, Julie. I'm sorry. I don't know if my things are up to date. I couldn't even figure out how to raise my hand. I had to go to reactions to do it. Everything is in different places today. Okay, that's you need to check to see if your, your Zoom is up to date, because in the, new, in the home screen of Zoom, when you're in a meeting, you don't have to change and go to a different window anymore to raise your hand. So um, we'll have to see if your Zoom is up to date. Okay, because I left and came back and hoped things would show up different, and that didn't, and it didn't happen. And so, um, so yeah, I got to more, and there were other things that I didn't want. And so, yeah, it's different. So maybe it is. It maybe it did update. I don't know. Um, anyway, that's what happened, and I I thought I had the mute located, and it just wasn't there. Anyway, um, <clears throat> also I'm in a interesting position with book talk you know when we first got started and you know was looking for the podcast for one of them i thought i had to i couldn't find it just going to the a lady and different things and so you had mentioned this thing but it's a thing that apparently you put your podcasts on with and i thought maybe i had to go there to get the first podcast and anyway, that's there, and so I can't get into Zoom from Book Talk. I have to go to the coffee club to get into it. Well, the Book Talk and Coffee Club are one and the same Zoom. Yeah, room. so that's they, why they, I have they, to go. they all have the same meeting ID. They all yeah, have they it. do. So I, I knew I could get in there. So, right. But now, because of something I did when I was first looking for a podcast, I can't get into it through book talk anyway you know so because of something i did when i was looking for the first podcasts and so well, God but knows. jenny um i read the i've read the book if you tell that is a, a book that really has you on the edge of your seat the whole time for sure and um so i was thrilled to hear that that one was that that was something you read and that you mentioned on book talk and i've got a book when i get it finished that we're reading for um, a United Women in Faith book club, um, and it's called The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek. Oh, that sounds good, too. It's about a pack horse, uh, what they call a pack horse library. People 
uh, the librarians ride mules or pack horses to deliver pe- deliver to people in the Appalachians. And, um, you know, and it talks about the mountain people and, and some of the really rough stuff that happens to people. And, um, and Oh, you'll so, have to come and tell us about that when that sounds I good. I will. I will when, when I get it finished. Um, and it is on BARD. And, um, so, Are you an avid reader, Julie? Well, it Julie? doesn't, it doesn't have to be, you know. You can eat. We put the BARD numbers if, if we have them, but if you read it from someplace else, that's fine, too. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, this one did happen to be on BARD. I always look on Kindle and on BARD both for the, or on BARD and on Kindle both for the books that, the, that we come up with for the book club because, you know, sometimes you can't find them one place or the other, and I'm, um, I think I found a couple of them on BARD this year, maybe, that we have. And so, um, but I always look when I make my selections, because what we do is we select books and then we vote on the books that, you know, have the most selections to pick the books we're going to read for the year. And um, so I definitely looked because I wanted to be able to access, you know, the books at least that I had selected. So, um, so. Um, I'm not as avid a reader as I'd like to be or as I maybe was when I was growing up, but I still try to read quite a bit. And um, I really enjoy the portability of the e-reader. And um, it's something that at times I can even read comfortably in bed. You know, I, I never can read a Braille book or magazine comfortably in bed, but this just kind of fits, you know, I can just kind of wear it and it, um, you know, that kind of works, but I don't do a lot of reading in bed. I usually go to bed to sleep, but, <laughs> but, but there are those be... nights. Boy, yeah, back when I was in school, sure. yeah. back when I was so, in school, I sure used to do a lot of reading in bed. Oh, yeah, me too, but, Tim. But was yours mostly audio reading or did you do Braille reading? No, Braille reading. <laughs> did you say reading oh. in bed or, or coffee in bed, Tim? I'm sorry, but I wanted to make sure I got yeah. that correct. Probably Never mind, yeah. that's a squeeze song, Tim. You know that you want to. The lights were supposed to be out earlier than I wanted to be in bed, so I read lots of times in bed, and they couldn't get on to me about it. Yeah, but I, I just couldn't, I just can't, I couldn't line up a book or a magazine comfortable to be in, comfortably for me to be in bed. Um, but this works quite well um, if I need it to, and so um, you know, and it's wonder you could just stick it in your purse if you're going someplace and. <laughs> I did something even worse, Julie. I I would I had a small transistor radio and I put it under my pillow and was able to listen to the radio when we weren't we weren't supposed to do that. And the house parent found out about it, but she said, "I'm not going to say anything if you don't say anything and you keep it quiet, and we'll both have no problems." Well, that's great. Yeah. That's... I had a little I had a little panda bear that had a radio in it, so I got by with that when I was. <laughs> Little in school because they thought it was just a stuffed to- stuffed and, bear. And, and what yeah. song? And, and what song did it play all the time, Jennifer? The Bear Necessities from uh, Walt Disney's Jungle. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They took so- my radio away from me for two weeks when I was listening to it in bed. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> See, you should have done what I did. You should have put it under your pillow. Yeah. That was that was cruel punishment, though. That was going a little too far. I thought they so. uh, took one of Dave's when he was little it was a not a radio it was a wind-up bear or stuffed animal fox i think and they never gave it back to him and you know what that house parent must have needed a birthday present for someone no 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 no. you have to in in today's world you you have to say this is why dave has problems and it has psychologically damaged him for all these years 
Yeah. Yeah, well, it could have. I think it goes deeper than that. <laughs> I have a feeling that I'm going to be in trouble with David Chris now. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Julie. Hi, thank you, Julie. Uh-huh. I can Who's remember new? I'm a top bunk. I have one of those Zenith Transoceanic radios. Uh-huh. Wow, that is Lifting a big one. that big thing up there all the way to the top bunk and, of course, extend the antenna and it, it touched the ceiling. But, uh, <laughs> he wasn't putting that under no pillow. But that was a great radio, Mike. That it was worked, a great if, radio, if you had yes. one that worked well, it was a very good radio. It, it, it worked pretty good. I kind of finished it off, you know, to go up and down the dial so many times. Yeah, that was. Was it radio. the transistor version or the tube version? No transistor. Because uh, the tube yeah. version was really good. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, on AM uh, especially. All right, do we have any more raised hands? Yeah, we, we do. Um, John out in North Holiday, can you uh, can you uh, unmute yourself, please? And then go ahead, Mon, Don. Oh, good morning, everyone. Uh, we got uh, Miss Sandy here with me here. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got in trouble because uh, usually at school the next day uh, because uh, my brother. He decided at the age of 14 or 15 he wanted to be a piano, uh, guitar player. And I guess he'd been watching uh, uh, Rick Nelson on TV or something. Uh, at least that's what the way he tells it. Anyway, so we had uh, we were sleeping in the same bedroom, of course. And unfortunately, he'd be up there with his guitar plank, plank, plunk, plank, plunk until, I don't know, <laughs> 11 at night or worse. And, of course, I couldn't get to sleep. I'd hear all this plucking around. So eventually I got to... Uh, put in the spare bedroom, uh, fortunately with a little radio, so I, it, it all ended up good. I could listen to my radio, and my brother could plunk his way all he wanted. <laughs> and he's still playing guitar today, too. It's uh, doing all right. Well, anyway, uh, um, we've had a little bit of rain here overnight. I think we're supposed to get some more rain the next night. Rain. Uh, I used to get in trouble reading Braille books under my covers. My mom would come in, turn on the light, and say, give me that book. (laughs) So did I, and I learned when I heard them coming to stuff the book underneath me. (laughs) That's a good idea. Oh, Chris, you would never, you would never, you didn't disobey your parents, did you? No answer. Well, since they're not since they're not around to uh, say, um, I'll just say no. Okay, very good. That's what I was expecting you were going to say. Well, I also wanted to say uh, we're sorry to hear uh, that one fellow lost his wife recently. Uh, oh, yeah. Danny and I, we've known each other long enough now. Uh, we've lost both sets of parents, and, you know, just having her... You know, uh, nearby, and or Sandy on, you know, on the phone, and uh, me. Uh, in my case, uh, she lost her parents uh, about four months apart. Uh, so that was really hard on her. And so uh, we we certainly know what that's all about. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, we sure do. Well, Sandy, I mean, I get it, Don, because I lost my mom on Valentine's Day in 1998, and I had called my sister, uh, and we were both talking about it, and. You know, as much as I used to disagree with my parents when I was younger, I would, I would always think it was my way, it was the right way all the time. But then I realized, <laughs> as I got older, that maybe they weren't so wrong after all, and that really what they were, what, 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 what they were teaching me and doing, and what I was going, what I was doing with them and stuff, they really were pretty cool. But uh, and when I was a kid, I, I used to think they were, oh, they're so strict and all that, was, you know. But they really were cool. Oh, that's well, I've lost my parents four months apart 
from congestive heart failure. Both of them. That wow. was rough. My mom died. She died at home. My dad died in the hospital. But it was rough. We un- we understand, yeah. Sandy. Yeah. And then, you know, then she lost her house and, and everything, and that's been pretty rough, too. Yeah. <sighs> my brother and sister-in-law sold my house. It was given to me in trust by my dad. They took it away and sold it. Yeah, her and her older brother were, were you know... Neither one of them were all that healthy, either one of them, and so her dad arranged that for her. And I swept in and uh, and I took it right out from under her. Took my house and the trust and all the money and everything. Yeah, so yeah, we, we told that story uh, last week, Sandy. Uh, yeah. So they, they pretty much know. Uh, there's uh, something on the good side here that I should mention. Uh, I mentioned uh, yesterday about uh, uh, the uh, Braille Book Club that we were part of, are part of, and uh, I've been honored by the uh, uh, librarians there at Braille Institute. Uh, they're going to have an open house on the 26th oh, yeah. of uh, April. April 26th. And, and uh, they've honored me by making them their MC for the day. And uh, so, anyway, I'm quite proud about that. Oh, I'm so proud of him. <laughs> anyway, they've got a new, uh, a lot of new things that they put in, you know, since the uh, pandemic. You know, uh, so they've got a whole new, almost a whole new library to show the patrons on the on the on the uh, 26th. So I'm glad I'll be a part of that program, and hopefully Sandy will be there too. Uh, we're going to try and get her there. Uh, it's going to be wonderful. I'm so proud of Don. <laughs> well, I'm proud of Sandy too. So anyway, thank you. Uh, 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 she 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 wants to at some point uh, tell you about some of her uh, adventures. She's had some uh, fine kitty cats and dogs and whatnot. She's <laughs> uh, during her you know uh, with her and her parents and everything. They had one that was a guide dog. Uh, they had a couple that they trained or raised as you know guide dogs. Yes. We raised her as pup as a puppy raiser. Yeah, one of them, uh, one of them was successful, and the other one wasn't. But you know, they uh, make a long story short. Uh, they asked if uh, Sandy and her parents wanted the dog back, and they said yes. By all means, <laughs> we kept her. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so hopefully we can uh, tell more about those stories on 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 Saturday there. <laughs> Uh, I bet she was a good dog, wasn't she, Sandy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was a sweet dog. I met her in her older days, and she was she was a very nice dog, very friendly, and was always glad to see me. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> All right, anyway, guys. So, that... Yeah, you betcha. Okay, see you next okay. week. Thank you, Don. Thank you. Sandy. All right, next is Bill out there in the wilds of uh, Illinois. Yeah, it's about... Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, sorry to hear about uh, Guy Randy. I didn't know him, but I know going through a stroke is no fun because I've had a few friends that's done that or had those. Uh, it's about 30, about 32 degrees here. We're supposed to get snow this afternoon, maybe up to a half an inch, and then it's supposed to thaw tomorrow. And Friday, we're supposed to get high winds and heavy rains. Supposed to get to 60 degrees. They're saying 
and so it's going to be some wild weather. No, but it didn't get too wild because I'm supposed to be going down to Ship Show on a Friday. And I'm going to go down and see the Vandells and then uh, do some other visits, some friends and that down there. And let's see what else is going on as far as, oh, good luck on your new job, Mike. And as far as, as uh, Sandy and Don, and, uh, Don was mentioning a dog, we had a dog on the when I was on the farm that we got from a family that lived in Fort Wayne. It got too big for them with a big border collie. And they got bigger than they thought it was going to do. So Dad took it out to the to the farm and said, well, well, we'll bring it out here and see how it does or if it wants to stay. But that dog, for some reason, hooked everything. And I don't know if he knew or what. Of course, I could, back then, I was see well enough to drive a tractor and do everything else. But for some reason, he latched onto me, and he would follow me around everywhere. And if I go to a field to work with a tractor, a plow or disc or do whatever he's going to do, he would stand at the gate of the field. And he would not let me enter that field until he ran the whole field in his exact position, running back and forth. And he'd come back and bark twice, and I could go into the field and work. And he would lay under a shade tree or lay somewhere. And one time he all of a sudden come running across the field, barking like crazy. I thought there was something wrong, so I stopped. And I looked, and there was a big tile washout, a whole six feet deep and four feet wide. The tractor was in uh, mowing hay, and it, you couldn't see it in the, in the ground, but the dog knew it was there. And he warned me that the dog was there. And he and we had a dairy herd, and that dog knew every cow by name. We could say, go bring in Sally, go bring in Molly, or whatever her name was. He, he cut her out of the herd, and it, we milked every day at four, 5 o'clock in the morning. And at 4.45, you'd hear him back in the field bringing the cows up to the barn to be milked. He, he was never trained. He just he just took that all stuff on his own. I mean, he was, and I, when I left home in '61, uh, came to Chicago. He more than just laid around. And I remember uh, Claudette and I, my wife, we got married July '61. We went down there in August uh, to my parents, and his name was Pepper. Pepper saw me, saw her. And we left, Pepper disappeared. We have no idea where he went. He just he just walked away. So that that's a, that was one of the dog stories. I had several dogs, but that was the main one. Pepper was a big dog. Anyway, so dogs dogs are adaptive to what goes on because I know we had a dog here at the house. First dog we had was a Spitz Collie, it was a whole white named Ajax. And we could drop something on the floor. You drop like a fork or a knife or a spoon or dropped anything on the floor. I don't care where he was. He heard it fall. He would come and point it. Well, he, that he sounds point, good. He'd, he'd, he'd yeah. point out to where it was, all this stuff. You know, so. So all right, thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. What's going on here? All right, okay. Okay, we're we're all caught up here. Bill. We're all caught up. Um, so, Mike, are you going to teach people Windows, the iPhone, all kinds of things in your new job? Uh, yeah, um, it's it's the older 
independent blind program, so people are 55 plus. I don't think there will be a lot of Windows training. I think most of the people are either using iPhones, but there may be some folks who are going into employment that I, I will assist, and so I'll be teaching them JAWS and, and some basic Windows. So there'll be some of that, but I don't think that'll be a lot of what I do. You know, I don't know until I get in that space, but I've talked to other people who do this similar thing, and they said, when the, and we may have mentioned this last week, the biggest challenge is, you know, some people don't want to really just go beyond using Siri and don't really want to swipe. Right. So Jenny's it, got some friends, and they won't do nothing but Siri. I, I know a few folks like that as well. So it's, You get kind of limited when you like that. Well, I know somebody, I don't even think she can, she can barely enter her password, so she has somebody else do the updates for her and you know, she'd have to enter her password in the phone because she just never... You know, I've noticed that, and maybe this is in the blind community, and I could be all wrong here, but there seems to be a great divide in this, in technology learning or aptitude or being able to do things. It's, it's not just the blind community. It's well, it's decided too. Because there's, there's people my mom's age that can do the things she can do and then there's people that she has to help and even trying to explain it to them, they just don't get it. Right, for example, if you want to get a haircut over at uh, Great Clips, you have to you know, check in. They can't even click the one button on the phone to check in. As far as I know, there's no... One I kind of understand is when they go to got to order their meals. Those are harder for some younger people. A real, real issue. And you, of course, sighted people don't have to. But you would never see them very much catching Lyfts or Ubers unless they just had to. And speaking of which, did you read, Mike, that Lyft is in serious trouble? Yeah, one of the former uh, heads at early Amazon is taking over uh, for Lyft, which could be a sign that there's some financial problems there, which is too bad because I always really like the service, as you know. Yeah, their stock and, uh, is very, very, very low. Yeah, it's about 70%. It, it rebounded a little bit on the announcement of his appointment, but yeah, it's, they're not doing well. They lost all their board and well, it's, it's kind of sad, but they didn't expand and grow into other... I mean, Uber's grown their market into so many different areas because of Uber Eats and their package delivery. And Well, Lyft isn't out of business, but what I heard yesterday on Bloomberg is that, they, that the company may be for sale. That, that's the last thing business, I heard. But they're not doing well. They're, you know... Both Lyft and Uber were losing money. They were, you know, you were getting those great fares, especially before the pandemic, based on cash infusions. They had a lot of investors that were banking that these companies were going to eventually really take off and do well. And that well, hasn't happened with them. Yeah, Lyft really I, I, got hurt by the pandemic. I mean, yeah, they did. I, I will tell you though, if, if Uber and Lyft were to go out of business completely in Albany, New York, there are no other private cab companies right, in, New York, in the Albany in area. Shape, yeah, I think that's Uber a bad thing. Around. The, the only thing I can say is I wish that Uber would get back together with Ira for the location stuff. That would be really nice. 
They're not going to. Wasn't that because of a change that Uber made to its software that I couldn't? That's what I heard. But the thing about it is Uber pickup points aren't always right in front of the address you give them. And so that makes it difficult. It would be great. Hey, we got Scott hanging out. Go ahead, Scott, out of Arizona, where it's always warm. I think I think it's always warm. Go ahead, unmute yourself, Scott. Yeah, I think our high today is supposed to be about you know what did uh, what did what did Tim say? Twenty eight there. Our high today is supposed to be more like seventy eight, I think. Um, but anyway, um, <clears throat> this digital divide that we were talking about um, that you just mentioned a while ago with yeah. you know doesn't. Apparently, it's not just in the blind community. No. But uh, another name for it might be Future Shock. I don't know if you, any of y'all heard, remember that there was a book out a long time ago by Alvin Toffler called Future Shock. And it was a movie as well. So that's, oh, it was. Well, so that's what, that's just what we're, what some, some of us are experiencing right now. You go and j- just a few years difference in age and you'll notice quite a difference. Somebody like my son's age, 30 to 40, a lot of them are plugged in very tech. So they can use their iPad, their phone, their car. They can, do all of those types of things, you know, and then you jump along a few years and bingo. But I've just noticed in the visually impaired community, the one that we know so well, there's a lot of our friends back in Indiana. Oh, my goodness. And yeah, it's also it because... Can't even it's even part of just afraid. You know? yeah. It's also part of the way you were brought up. And I went to a school for the blind where, where even then, when, when they were just getting into computers back in the early 70s, they were, they were kind of pushing blind people to learn that stuff. And unless you're pushed to the, to the technology, sometimes you may not always get it. Well, I, mean, I, it I think it's a personality thing. I mean, there, there could be something to what you say, Jeff, where you know, we move toward what we're exposed to. But I really believe... Some of that's just a personality thing. Some people are afraid they'll mess something up. They don't want to take a chance. And others are, right. some of us just stay like kids and go, well, what if I do this? You know, what happens if I push this or go here? You know, yeah, and, and, and yet I'm surprised when I see 90-year-old people in my apartment building using the technology. Exactly. Like, I'm using it. That, that, yeah. that, that. But ahead, the Mike. funny thing is, is some people you think would really get it. Like my aunt, for example, she, she worked several years as a secretary, and she used a word processor, and she could do all kinds of things with that thing. Center this and make pretty writing and do all this. She got a laptop, and she couldn't figure out how to do the simplest thing with that. I mean, we would tell her step by step what to do, and she had so much trouble. She was afraid of it, and I thought she would be one that would really take hold of it after right. using that word processor all that. Well, I, heard, I heard once when I was in Little Rock back in the late 1989 about some lady that was going through one of the IRS programs, and it had, it was, um, at part of it, you know, you had to learn the computer, at least from the, from the job standpoint, and this one lady, my roommate was, t- was telling, was talking about one night, one time, said, this lady got to the, when she got to the computer, she literally trembled, I mean, she shook with fear, over and finally, she, so finally, she decided to quit. Well, I had, I hired, or we hired someone at the Better Business Bureau, I don't think it was my choice, but and about five, ten minutes into the day, she said, my computer don't work. I go, really? What's wrong? It just doesn't work. Well, she didn't even turn it on. So, I, you know, it's you know, it's not even education-based because I've seen very, you know, CEOs and, and 
people with college degrees that, that can't seem to navigate the technology. So it, it's its own skill set. Like, I, I worry about blind fear. I worry about blind people, Mike, and I'm serious this, with this, is that if, as the technology goes, we're always fighting the battle because we're, always, we're, not, we're not always on the cusp of technology. But when it, when it gets there, I'm afraid that at some point the technology will strip us out completely and we won't be able to use some things at some point. Well, I mean, who, who knows what this AI and GPT taking off that who knows are, what's going to happen? You're the exactly companies right. are tapping into it, so it may change things. For the, it could change things for the better and <coughs> get easy enough to use. Yeah, that'll be the challenge. Well, we parts of it. We I think it's going to be a. Someone compared it the other day called it an iPhone moment, and I agree. I think it's going to have the potential to open up some opportunities for us to to get information, visual information around us that. But we've I never think had as before. blind people, if we don't take a hold of some of the new technology, and claim it and work at it, I think it's going to set us back and you talk about unemployment being high if you can't learn the technology to do a job you know it's going to be difficult for you unfortunately well even just to learn enough i mean look at all the things the appliances that you have that we have to use now in order to be accessible that you have to have an iphone app or a uh, some kind of device that you either talk to and tell it what you want it to do or I'm just glad those devices are around to support those things I so am I too, can but use I'm just saying I mean if people don't get in the I mean you have people that are afraid to even use an iPhone with a keyboard what are they going to do if they ever live on their own how are they because I don't know it's going to be harder and harder to get appliances that have buttons or even some way that you can easily label it. I have the same problem in my apartment building, Jennifer. We have these things called laundry cards and they don't take cash. And you got to put the card into the into the what they they call it an evaluator. And it show, it flashes up on the screen how much you owe how much is money is left on your card. Then you got to use the credit card to put money on that card that's in the evaluator. The problem is it, the LED display doesn't read properly with the iPhone. I mean, it reads it, but it doesn't make any sense out of what it's reading, essentially. So that's an issue, and, and it's going to be an issue for us in, in, the, in, in the long run. And I'm not sure what the solution is. Scott, you don't seem to be afraid of the technology. Uh, you seem to pre- take it on pretty well. Oh, he must have been. Okay. He must have been. Are you still there, Scott? I guess not. Buddy. Oh, no. I've, oh. I've, it's, you know, when I was, when I was in school be honest i was not motivated very much to write and you know to sit in front of a brailler perkins brailler or a typewriter and end up you know just writing writing and writing and writing i i it i kind of dr- i dreaded it you know and i think i was part of my downfall from school not why i didn't why i didn't finish college i just wasn't motivated for it and but nowadays you know my first experiences with word processing that made boy that made writing fun I tell you because you didn't have to work you could you could work on it edit it and all kinds of stuff before it even reached reached a sheet of paper once you I, then you can but right. yeah I, I really embraced it's made my life easier more independent as far as I'm concerned I you know I couldn't do without it. 
Go ahead, I, I was going to say, when I was in college, I got an electric typewriter that had a correction key on it. Oh, <laughs> I it too, this, this is the way things are. <laughs> I mean, this is great. And it really worked nice once I got used <laughs> to using it. But you just didn't know if it was working or not. Uh, what, about yeah. folks, what about some blind folks who wrote who wrote these who wrote a big paper with pages and pages only to, only to discover that they somehow the typewriter was set wrong or the ribbon ran out? Right. I, yeah, had, a, I had a friend that did that. She wrote a ten-page paper and got nothing. That, that almost, almost happened to me. I did them happen to me I, uh, with stencil. I had a Smith Chrome yep. typewriter. I put it in stencil <laughs> mode, and I uh, that you know. Oh. It almost thing. happened to me, but there was enough ink on the on the oh, little things that hit the the paper that it that it worked out. But I had one of those typewriters that you it had instead of the ribbon where you hit the button and it corrected. It had separate cartridges, and it had a correction cartridge and a and a printer cartridge, and I evidently got forgot which one I had in there, and I left the correction cartridge in it. And but luckily, there was still enough ink that they could read it. Well, what, what was the, your what first was word processor, of... Scott? Well, did you use Word? I used Word Perfect. Did you use Word Perfect originally, Scott? Oh yeah, you know, was, I eventually got a PC X, XT back in 1990. My stepdad gave me, and I got I ordered the Arctic. Business Vision package. The two fifty. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And use that and use WordPerfect. Yeah. But what was the purpose of stencil mode anyway? I have no idea. I believe stencil was you would write the stencil and then you could copy it onto regular paper. It was. I'm not sure because I. I see. No. It was like cart for carbon paper, maybe. Well, maybe I don't know. Bill, Bill might have the answer. I don't know. But What's I, that one's but I can, Go ahead, Bill. I can answer, I can answer it for you. I'm, I'm the old no, timer. I'm, I'm, I, I date back uh, to the, I, the Stone Age. Uh, the stencil me. mode on the typewriter was that you didn't use the ribbon and the key would strike. You put this with a dark blue paper and it had a white background on it. You would and it was sticky. You'd put this paper in the typewriter and you'd type your whatever you wanted to type on these stencil papers. And then when you finished, you would peel the back off and the typewriter would cut the letter into the blue paper. And then you put the blue paper on what they called a mimeograph machine. It was, had a, it was like a half drum and it had ink in it. And that's how you made your print copies. That's how you copied. Oh, that, and Bill, that I can copier. I can tell and you then that. They eventually, then, then they eventually come out with where you would type on the paper normally, and then you'd lay the paper on this waxy surface, and it would absorb the ink from the paper into this wax, and then you'd lay your papers on top of it and make your copies. I remember the original Wimian breakfast machine we had, Bill, and I had to crank it, and it was, and you'd hand crank it to make the copies. Right, you hand cranked it. Right, you hand. Then, then they then they come out with motorized ones, and eventually some motorized ones, and then then they uh, and then I can remember doing because at school we had um, 
the old what they call it was sort of a they call it the, the stereotype Time. machine. It yep. was the thing where you printed your braille letters on a zinc plate, and then you put these in the press and pressed your your braille papers out. It was okay, like thank putting them to it like But there, there, you know, we've advanced a whole lot in this stuff. I mean, I, I I went through all these stages of the different types of printing in that because I was editor of the newspaper and oh, I did a lot yeah. of work for the school office and that. So. Okay, thank you very much, Bill. Thank you. But yeah, ever since I've yeah. ever, I mean, I've embraced technology pretty much since it, back in the late, late mid to late eighties. When I and it, you know, every chance I got, I'd get a new, get some kind of gadget. Or, and it's never, I've never looked back. I'm an old. I use the old. Well, not the not the very first Kurzweil reading machines, but the later desktop models that came on, and then the and then the ones they had that used the discs that instead oh, of the tapes. They were kind of it was kind of in like a cabinet type thing. You'd see it in the library. Well, this GPT, this uh, GPT, and this artificial intelligence scares me a little, but it could be interesting because I could, I could tell it, I want you to write my radio news for me, and I would give it all the, all the parameters, and it would write the radio news. I mean, that that's how smart these things are. I mean, that that's just just incredible, just incredible. Well, even more than that, with the Eleven Labs AI, if you had a script, you could take one of your recordings and it could just read it, so you wouldn't yeah. really have to read it anymore. It would just be Jeff Bennett. Yeah, I, I hope know. They do that with us. I hope they do it. Do that with our old talking book narrators. Oh well, yeah, I thought about it, Scott, for radio reading services because some of those readers oh, are pretty yeah. bad. You know, they oh, have good intentions, but imagine if what's your newest device, Scott? What's your new thing coming up? Well, I think I mentioned I got the Lyric a while back, so about late last year. So that's still enjoying that. I, um. Haven't gotten anything new recently. Still have my Mantis, and it's still it's still um, coming, doing doing great. So had no bad, no problems with Braille or anything. Still, still at the man. I've had the Mantis for two years. Last month, or this, yeah, two years in February last month. You um, are you interested in the new? The PC with the built-in Braille display and oh yeah, that Optima. Optima. I'm, it's interesting. I I don't know if I I don't know if I get one. Uh, of course, you, it won't be out for another year because they're seeking you. They're seeking consumer feedback on it. That's why they. Yeah. That's why they uh, introduced it so early. Oh, it's also they announced today. It's, 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 it's who's going to make the hardware? It's some company called Framework. Never yeah, I never heard of it. Framework sixteen. Yeah, apparently laptop. their lap, apparently their laptops compo- those their, those components in their laptops are easily more easily swappable. You can so swap you them out. Direct, right, you could go directly and get one of those framework units if you didn't say if you didn't want a braille display and wanted to save that money or you know. But did, 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 this isn't the first time they've had a computer with a braille. There was one called the the David, if I remember correctly. That a friend of mine was a lawyer in New York State had. It. And oh, yeah, well, yeah. it didn't have a monitor on it. I wonder if this computer is going to have a monitor. As no, well, it does it will, not. No, you can get a USB-C monitor. 
or yeah, can, you can, can, get one. can have one. Well, they'll be swappable ports. They'll literally be cards. You could put the four different. You can have four at any one time, but you could have all you want. You can make them all USB C or HDMI or right. You can Thunderbolt. Well, I want to see what the price point is going to be when they do exactly. Sell it. Have to well, see. that's going to vary depending on how much storage you, you get, how much memory, yep. which display you choose. That's why I said I will look at oh, yeah. that yeah. in the actual framework computer because maybe you just get the framework laptop, which it's based on, it and do the same thing for less. Well, we'll see how it works. I, I think they, based on Orbit, really trying to make things the prices reasonable for, for most people. I think they I, were um, talking over $500, but I don't think... Oh, that would... Well, it'd have to be even more than that to do what they're talking about. Yeah. I, we'll see. Well, yeah, definitely more like over 1000 or 2000 Yeah, I would think it costs to 2000 Especially with those piezo cells. You know, instead of the yeah. Orbit style, you, get the, you have a choice of those or the piezo. I wonder why they can't make the orbit cells as fast as the like the human wear and the hymns displays are. And quieter too. Yeah, that... I, don't, I don't know. I think going back to my new job, you know, you talked about tech training. That's that's one, th- but. I'm more concerned about the part, the independent living advocate, like how far do I go to help people? It was kind of conveyed to me. I just give them the resources and show them where to go and who to call, but it's still up to them to take the initiative. But I know just myself trying to get acclimated and trying to figure out how the transportation system works over there and housing and some of those application processes and you pay for any place that you apply, which could be 20 to 30, somebody $50. So you don't want to apply to a lot of places that you're not going to live in anyway. So I'm just, I don't know about that. That's a, that's going to be a new, or what happens yeah. if there's housing discrimination? You know, I don't know how far I go to assist or where I get involved or where I step aside. Or you know. The challenge might be also, because I know living, independent living centers love these things where they get people in the groups, uh, leading a group. And what, what's that all about? That's a totally different dynamic too, Mike. Well, that's what I'll be doing. That's what my Zoom meetings are. Those are group events where I can train on a group level or, you know, now they did some of it for just socialization, especially during the pandemic, but they still do it twice a month. And I could do training or, you know, I saw sometimes they just showed a movie. You know, I wanted to show the Elvis movie or something just for entertainment purposes. So, you know, me, I want to, I want to teach them anything I can, but what I've learned and is you can't teach someone to travel or, you know, use Instacart or Walmart. You got to figure out what their passion is. What do they want to do? And you start with something that they really want. That could be sports or cooking to or do. whatever it is. Then, then that you turn that light on, as they say, and then they open to learning anything. Once, like we're into radio, so we would work well with radio apps. You know, we know we've got a shop to survive. You know, so well, and I know a blind person who does who's was as afraid of Instacart. She, the person I know, is feels it's too daunting, and get for right, me but, it right, just, because they it, won't swipe and and choose and do those things. So that's where I learned. You know, the things I learned from here. Well, that maybe GoGo is going to be the option for them, right? Uh, well, maybe, and maybe, maybe, uh, JJ had some of those screen, oh, what you, like books with. St- screenshots in them so that you could actually 
look at a braille copy of the screen for some things that may help some people too because that makes a big difference with the phone is learning where like where that button is that's the continue button or where the add to cart button is so that you get comfortable enough that you can take your finger and jump down there without swiping through everything under the sun if you know that you want to well, add the, that thing. Then, then the they have those- changes and the issue I have with these older persons, as was pointed out to me, the problem, the memory retention is is it's going to be a challenge, right? You show yeah. them and you get them actually doing it while you're there, and you know you then come back forget it. and they have no and they forget all about it. What, yeah, you know we, I don't know. The, you teach them the phone stuff, and then here comes DoorDash or Instacart, and they change the screen all around. Almost every version or two or update well, or two. You, you, you pointed that out. Remember when, you, when I said to you, and you said to me, well, how do I add something to the cart? Because they changed it. It used to be that you could swipe up and down to either remove something. Or, but now it says add quantity, and you have to double, you have to double tap to, make, to, to get it to work. So there's two, there's two keystrokes involved or two motions involved to get it into the cart. And there used to, to be first, one. And it used to be just one. And uh, if you swipe up again, you can add more than one. Of it, but it doesn't do that anymore. So they change you, things there. You have to swipe or flick up or down with one finger until you get to increase. And you double tap that. Right. But if you but you didn't have to do that at one time. Also, there's time. multiple options on there, right? Yeah, there's increase Yeah, you can double tap the item and go down to add to cart if you want to do that. But you can also flick up to uh, increase. And then you have to double tap anyway at that point, Chris. At least well, yeah, but I'd rather do that than go in and find add to yeah, cart. I, yeah, I don't want to go. I, it's, now, Chris, it's, didn't you do training like this when you were in Arkansas? Um, well, we didn't have iPhones when I was in Arkansas. Right, but I mean, you did training of helping people with technology or some living. Or I did some. That? We had some tech people, but I did a little bit. But it's come a long way. I mean. Uh, Starting with that Arctic Vision 215. Oh, my and God. And it worked when you wow. use something called VertSoft. But I'll tell you, the best invention ever, ever, ever is what changed my life one million percent is when I learned to use the Opticon and put the camera on the screen and could take calls and fill out forms with the screen you can talk about your glasses today and all that kind of stuff but this could not glasses couldn't do that i could fill out forms and do my job equally with sighted people because of that opticon and that one attachment i I got the r1 that doesn't work for that attachment had to have the r2 yeah and talk about learning. I don't have, and, and it must be a learning disability with me because I can't, I can't remember how to figure out these print letters and use the Opticon. I, I don't do well with that. And, and, and again, everyone learns a little bit differently. It's, so for me, it, it's to, definitely slow and it takes a lot of practice. And, it does, but I made it through radio. I used to use it to read my logs and get, get the commercials right, to play and everything. With the Opticon? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, Scott, and I you, did. I, and it, well, did, it, I, uh, did you make I sure get it, carts for the commercials, and I'd like read it across with the Opticon and see who it was and how long it was, and I'd create a little Braille card and stick oh, it on top so, of the card. So it went, you, weren't, you weren't using it on the air because of the... Were you, no, it, I mean, yeah, no, of that kind of noisy, but... <laughs> see, no, I was I using mine on the air, scores. though. I mean, I was yeah. live with the customer on the phone. 
That you know, still amazes me to think that I was could, able to do that, do that live with a customer with on the phone. How did you figure out what was highlighted, though? Uh, you could just tell. You could swipe down and look, or right, or I could yeah, because read. It, the letters would be thicker or something if they were bold. Right, or and I could get a could tell what they call a query. That's, yeah, that's one. That's one good feature that would be for to add to the envision glasses. Then I'd buy actually, a pair where it would actually see what was happening on the screen and, and right. even, including your highlighting in, in, in the event that you were using something without a screen reader or something that wasn't accessible you could actually tell what was happening you know it would tell you what was happening on the screen and even what even what you were highlighting and unfortunately we didn't talk about that but the future of those glasses is probably in doubt since since google is going to be discontinuing them and so no. they're going to have to figure well, out a way they'll to find uh, a way to manufacture, another manufacturer they, to they've already done that oh Okay, I, who? What are they doing, Chris? Cause what, well, I, I don't know that. what they're doing, but they say they do have that in the plan, and that they have their own software and so forth. Yeah, well, well, they say fixing them and repairing them is not going to be a problem. You know, let's hope that all works. They also told us two years ago that these and these note takers were going to be. Taken up from from Android 10, and we'd get the latest version of Android, and we wouldn't be left behind, or they'd take the best of those parts. Well, what yeah, can you, I say? You know my thoughts on note takers. I I'm just, uh, I know Jenny and I have had heated debates about note takers, but I just I can't see buying something that's already behind when you get it. And you're really locked into, and then if you need to go learn Windows or something, you're not really equipped. You can try to go get a job or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, that, that's one of the things that Orbit is. There, you know, this guy Audie Kushner mentioned that they're not that it's going to be, um, you know, that, that this like in I think he's from Israel or someplace, and he says that over there, they the kids blind kids are equipped with computers with special yeah, I don't, you know from the beginning like. In other words, they're they're using Windows from the beginning, right? I think Julie's got a question. Yep, she's got her hand raised. Julie, can you unmute yourself, please? Okay. Um, all right. What? Uh, how do you close something out when you've got your um, Braille keyboard uh, Bluetooth to an iPhone? Well, if I think I know what you mean, I don't think you close it out than you do any other program. In other words, even if you are Bluetooth to um, an iPhone, when you shut down operation, if you don't want to Bluetooth, are you not wanting to Bluetooth? No, I'm asking, you know, if you're in an app and you're ready to close the app, how do you do that when you're... Can you do that with the keyboard? Yes. Yeah, you could do it just like you would hit the home button, you know, to exit, to go back to your menu. Right, whatever it takes. Um, I just can't tell you what key like it is on off the top the, of my head, but I need to learn the Braille, that. On the Braille, the mini, the, on your Braille sense, or your, you just hit that key on the left, and I think that's the number one th- on the side there are those four keys, and you hit that home key. I call it a home key. You hit it twice. And it'll take you back to the main menu, or you can do a, a space Z, 
as in zebra, and that'll close the app. Oh, okay. It'll okay. It'll still work that way. Right. No, actually, still. I was, and I was, I've tried it on my e-reader too, and I don't, but I don't think that eCord does anything there. Um, right. Well, I I can't speak for the e-reader because I have no idea. Yeah, where but it came I've tried from that. And what it I've is. Tried using the e-reader too as a. Um, a keyboard, which you know, which works a little bit. Some things are a little different than they are on the Braille Sense to do things. But it just occurred to me, used, you know, I just have to go back to my phone to close out. Used to be, because I don't know what used to to be space with H would get you back to the home screen. Yeah, it does. Um, I don't remember. It's been too long since I've gotten in the app switcher to take them out. Seems yeah. like I don't remember that command, but I know space with H will usually get you. To the home screen, yes, and I had not screen. known that, and I found that out on a YouTube thing. But you know, they and they they told some of the things that I already knew, but you know, things I didn't know. Sometimes they didn't tell those <laughs> on the YouTube right. things about rail displays, and and so. But I'm trying to figure, you know, trying to figure some of that out. But um, technology so. companies, not all of them, of course, and maybe 99% of them don't. But they don't always tell you. You know, like, well, we're not going to upgrade this Android version or you're going to be stuck in a year or two. You know, the apps uh-huh. aren't going to work. They're not always going to tell you that. Well, that's because they intend for you to use what they put on it and the other stuff as a secondary thing. They think your primary use is the apps and things that they put on it for you. Yeah. Right. And so when you do that, then sometimes you lose freedom of choice. Uh-huh. You know, when they have to hand pick the apps for you, then now in the case of the Sense, they've got what is called the Play Store, and you can put any app in you want as long as it's compatible and whatever. And most of them do relatively work okay and then if it's got what they call first letter navigation you can look for a stop key or a p for pause or whatever so that that's that's a good that's a good part about it as a matter of fact i've learned this week that i put on two of my radio apps that i wanted on the sense and also, my new TV, we've had to switch TV, and all of those three apps are now on my, um, you know, hymns. So I don't really need to, I'm not as in need of a just a, a standalone phone from also, Android. Because those TVs, it, if it has a USB, you can hook your keyboard right up to the TV and control it through a regular good old keyboard. Either wired or Bluetooth or, you know, wired's a little easier if you're, you know, just in a hurry to, to get in there and get talking to your TV, but most people Yeah, you can that. put it on a on the keyboard on this sense, too. Right. And now you may have to get a USB-C converter because all of their ports are USB-C, but you can do it. But, you know, with with the keyboard they've got on there, you don't really need it as much, but Uh you don't need a keyboard. But I'm just saying, that took away three apps that I don't have to worry about on the phone. I don't Uh have to 
pull the phone out, unlock it, type in my PIN, wait around a minute, swipe over, get all that in, do whatever. I don't have to do that. I can hit the, I can open up that device, say, open up Lookout. It's ready to go. I can read my piece of mail, hit the scan button, and it'll read it, and then I'm ready to go. And I can hit swipe one more button to the left, and I can hit the delete. I can delete what I've just scanned, or I can save it to the Google Drive. So it saves a lot of time. Uh-huh. So it, it works out well for me. Now, maybe uh-huh. for somebody else, no. But... For me, it works out just fine. I've learned more about my television this week, you know, things that we can watch on the cable that I didn't really pay attention to or know as much about before. Well, that's like a lot of times I know even Netflix or whatever is easier to watch on my iPad than it is on TV because it's easier to search and find what I want to watch or find the episodes I left off. It's not as clunky as it is on the TV, trying to use the speech on the TV and use the arrow key and do this and do that. It's a whole lot easier. That reminds me, Jeff. I got the new, I got that Amazon or Toshiba TV, the latest version last year. How do you shut the speech up? Sighted people don't like it, so I hit the... There's only three buttons on that row, I think. It's the it's on the menu. There's the back key and the menu. I, I don't have the remote in front of me, but you hold these two buttons down. Um, the back and the menu key. Yeah, the back and the menu key, and you hold the two buttons down for and it'll and, and for a few seconds it'll say voice turn voiceover off, and then you do the same thing again the opposite way, and it, it'll turn it on. It's just a it's just got, you got to hold hold the two buttons. In yeah. on the um, boy, that speech the, really bothers sighted people. Well, it does. They get they get a, they don't like it. I know. I have my daughter comes Ooh. over. Turn that off. I get well, it. But you know just... what? If they come to my house, um, they don't really get a choice. Just like I don't get a choice when I go to their house. That's just rude. I, I, yeah, I agree. I agree with Chris because this this happens all the time. And the way I look at it is. They don't have to live without sight, and they they don't have to depend on things like that. So if they don't like it, shut up and go somewhere else. I don't ask them to turn the the speech on at their house. Right. I don't know if it's always the voice as much. I mean, that that might bother them, but it's more it changes the user interface. You know, and you know when you're pressing keys to do things. Well, and on some TVs, for whatever reason, the voice is always so much louder than what you're watching and if you then when it gets done and the thing starts talking again it hurts your ears you know would be would be be nice if like on the iphone i could take the button on my remote and tell my amazon device to turn voiceover on and turn not voiceover yeah turn voiceover off well not voiceover what do they call it the the a button but if it's but you can press on our box in particular you can press a button and it'll stop the voice if it's not stre- available for streaming somewhere else. But I do wish they would make a way to turn that voice down. There is a way to do that in, in the settings. If you you, you can cha- turn the voice down in relationship to the master volume of the television set. 
But it's buried in settings. Yeah, it's really buried. You're not going to easily find it. It's like one of the last settings, as I recall. So it, I'd I like mean, to make a comment. Sure. Um, you know, I've been listening here to everybody talking about the, Am- uh, the uh, Android, stuff like that. I think Android is a good thing. But what I wanted to say was what people don't realize when somebody is designing a product and i know this from my own experience because i have designed products of my own that by the time that a new product is designed they've changed the platform so how how in the world can you ever keep up with it i mean you can't blame you know the designers of like the hymns or whoever the cape whatever the case may be um, till they get that pro- product design, Android's already changed the for the platform. Unless they're going to give them early access, right? And they don't right. do that. Well, the the only reason that we're even complaining, and we understand about the time, but don't sell me a product and say, "Oh, we're going to do Android's 11 next year and Android 12," and not do that and let my other programs then become out of date and not usable. That's the problem, not the fact that they have to start from behind or whatever. We understand the development, but don't sit there and tell me you're going to do this and you have no intention of it. That's why we're complaining. Not the fact that they're behind. It's the fact that they don't have any intentions of going up to Android 11 or 12. Well, Google makes so many changes and, and abandons so much software that it's it really hard to work in that system. It really would. Yeah. But unfortunately, Android is the only one that's in that system right now. These devices could not run without Android because Apple's not going to let you know their platform be messed with. Or you wouldn't be able to run those devices on Apple. You know, on their own stuff, they're just fine. They're great. But when they don't, when they tell you, you know, that they're going to do this and then they don't do it, and then your applications quit working, then I think there's a problem. It's not the fact that the developers, I understand, they get them out as fast as they can. It's just like humanware. I wish they would make a a Bard app for the Braille Note Touch because now, because the the version of Android that it is on is old enough that I can't install the Bard app from the Play Store. It will not work. It'll tell you when you go to install it. This application will not work on this device. I don't understand why they can't make devices so that not only can you update the device, but you could update the Android. I wish they would. We wish it would happen. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree with you, Chris. Um, I really do. Well, at least, at least I have a sister. By the way, when you talk about the technology, when 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 voiceovers on and she's at my house visiting um, on on the TV set, well, voice view, whatever. They, I'm sorry, voice view. Um, she doesn't have a problem with it, and I and she does says, I don't want to touch it because you need it, and there's no and I can deal with it. It's not a problem for me, even if I don't need voice view. I it it, it works, and I don't I don't, but uh, I don't have a problem with it. Well, I know some sighted people don't like. Audio description or video description, whatever the, we want to call it, and some of them don't mind it. It just depends on the people. This is true. We have we, a hand from area code five zero one, and I know you're so good at memorizing who these are. are that is Sharon, I bet you. Yeah, go ahead, Sharon. Out in uh, I know who that is. Go ahead, Sharon. Uh, good morning. Good morning. And I'm. Uh, oh boy. Um, I I have a question. You know, when you have a um. Real, I'm gonna do it quickly because I know she's got to do her recipe and and everything. Um, I'm enjoying everything that y'all have been discussing this morning. I thank you for being here. Uh, how do you, uh, you know, say somebody send you a schedule of a list of different things like community uh, calls and stuff like that, and they send it to you with the email. It, it's so hard to do it with the iPhone. You got to go through everything, swipe, 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 until you can get to the rest of it. Is there a quicker way of, of getting to it through go, in your email? Go in the router of your phone and change it to headings, and then you can, when you swipe, it'll go from one heading to the next one, and it'll tell you that event and the time that it's on. If you don't okay. want to read all that other stuff, if you just want to no. see what the events Ooh. are for that day. Okay. And sometimes if they're in Thank tables, you. there are rows and columns, and you can you can traverse the table by row or by column. Right. And by the way, Sharon, unfinished business. Do you or did you get your Bible fixed? And are you interested? We want to make sure you get a copy of the Bible that you lost. No, sir. Oh, well, yes, sir. I'm still interested. No, I never did. No, well, Sharon, we, I never did. We have a new, it's a new King James Version. I don't know if that's the version you want, but we have one that you can have. What version oh, would I you Oh, I don't prefer? mind it. Okay. Well, okay. Go ahead. We're going to need a way to get in touch with you. Jeff, can you get okay. her phone number or somebody get Sharon's phone number there? Um, Can you, hold on a second. I, I'm not sure if I, I can get it if she doesn't hang up. <laughs> don't hang up, Sharon. If okay. Don't give okay. us just a second, and then we'll do Chris's. But we wanted to make sure you got that. Oh, this stupid thing. And I know I waited too late, but I was trying to let you get through all the regular ones that calls every week or every Wednesday. And, I, Jeff, I did that Zoom thing where you said Legend Oldies for the podcast. I, could, I guess they're not going to let me have it because I got Coffee Club and, and my pod, and the podcast. The podcast. So I couldn't get All Things Radio. Well, uh, well there, are two, there are different podcasts. There's Coffee Club, there's All Things Radio, there's Book Talk, and there's... Uh, and there's, and, and there's uh, 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 I guess the other one. I guess Sports that's, that's Lounge. Lounge. Yeah. Sports Lounge. Sports that's Lounge. right. Okay, Sharon, I got right. your phone number. We will call you. It will be from an 814 area code. Okay. And okay. Sharon, it was good to, it was good to talk to you. On, and, you can and it was good to talk to you yesterday, by the way. Okay, thank you. And you can put me in your uh, contact for text, uh, Bill. Uh, okay. The, the, the 413. I don't know if you have that one or not, but. 
I don't have that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But I appreciate y'all so much. I just love what you're doing. And it we'll be talking smile. to you, okay? Okay. All, All right. right. Thank you. Take okay. it away, Chris. Okay. This is for easy slow cooker barbecued ribs. <laughs> Four to five pounds of St. Louis style ribs. And the difference in the St. Louis style and the baby backs is that the St. Louis style come from near the stomach area of the pig, and they have a lot more meat between the ribs. The baby backs are smaller, and they come from near the back, and they have more of their meat on top of the ribs. So that's kind of the difference. One tablespoon brown sugar, one tablespoon chili powder, one half teaspoon ground cumin, one teaspoon salt, one half teaspoon granulated garlic, one teaspoon ground black pepper, one fourth teaspoon cayenne pepper, and one cup of barbecue sauce. And you can arrange the spices the way you want. I mean, you don't have to use something just because they said to. You're going to pat your ribs dry with paper towel, combine all your dry ingredients, and you're going to massage that into all of your meat on both sides of the ribs. Cut racks in half and place in the slow cooker rib meat side toward the slow cooker outside. You're going to put them vertically if you can. And if they overlap, that's not a problem. Um, then you're going to slow cook or you're going to slow cook on high for five to six hours. Remove ribs to a baking sheet, which you could put foil on if you wanted, and spread your barbecue sauce over the top of the ribs. And you're going to want the ribs meat side up. And you're going to place under the broiler or on your grill for about five minutes or until barbecue sauce caramelizes and feels um, thick and sticky. What is that? Oh, yum. That sounds good. Hey, Chris, uh, Dave, Dave, you and I could devour those ribs before Chris could ever get to them. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> good Boy, stuff. That, sound, that sounds good, Chris. That really sounds good. Man. Oh. Yeah, I miss my rival cooker. That's what I used to put ribs in there. I turned all the way up for like four hours and it's fall right up the bone. And, yeah. Chris, has there ever been a time when you've made too much food? <laughs> Many times. I figured Dave would be hard to keep up with. Well, I do a pretty good job on it. He I does, say that. but he doesn't eat <laughs> quite like he used to. <laughs> oh, there was a time when I could eat four four plates of food when I was younger. <laughs> Not anymore, though. Yeah, same here. Number four. <laughs> well, I remember Definitely three. Yeah. when I was younger being able to eat a, like a large pizza by yeah. myself, and there's no way I could do that now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they just Not said on the Newsworthy that 22% of people say they can eat a whole pizza. So I'm thinking, is that a thin crust or thick crust or what? Yeah. They well, that... they can eat a whole pizza. Well, it depends on the size. The size, exactly. Is that just the a one size and the crust? The crust does or... matter. 
Because they have yeah. they have a ten inch that I can eat with no problem. You know, I wish I wasn't living alone because they they had a, a five pound uh, prime rib stuff uh, they had on QVC, but I can't eat all that. So, no wonder you can't hear me. I'm looking for a crock pot that has a knob on. It. I used to have one with a knob on it. You could turn it from low to high. Yeah, rival. All the way Do they still off. make those. I think it was only like thirteen dollars. It was big and it had little yeah. things you could make three different dishes. And it, right, it had a things go from like. Seven o'clock around to five o'clock or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I remember those. Have you ever seen those? This you didn't have buttons to you just turn the knob. It was kind of oval shape. I thought we still had one. No, we've got we one that's round. On that, but, um, a slow cooker that has two pots. Oh, we had one knobs. that had three. Well, we saw one with three, but I didn't want a yeah, three. Yeah, we didn't need right. three. That's Teach right. I remember me. that. That was about a few years ago, Dave. I remember that. Oh, or they have them built with the click. They yes. Click oh, so yeah. This, this does, too. This clicks. Right. Yeah. So, there's yeah. a demo up there on that. It's uh, this didn't really use a click. Remember, sometimes it's high, it starts on high, then medium, then low, instead of the other way. Yeah. This, this starts with off and goes up. Right. Didn't have anything. It just went from low to high. They make them, you know, sometimes going for the cheapest products are the ones that are actually more accessible for us. Boy, it could cook, 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 cook. Yeah, they really do work. They work well. Um, So, I guess we've almost cooked out of here. (laughs) We're already in the Tim's time already. He's he's going to charge uh, us. He's going to be on my case. I. I can hear it now. Tim's going to fire me. But we'll relinquish the time to him and say, Tim, what can you play that rare song maybe for Ed? I bet you find it. Yeah, I haven't seen his request yet. I bet you can find it. Well, have a good show and a good day. All right. Bye-bye.